Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Hi, I'm Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legero. We're a married couple that does a podcast together. And we are not getting on each other's nerves this week. <laughs> We're not. Things have we gotten better. We actually had three therapists contact us from the pod. Licensed therapists. More than three. I had a couple slide into my DM saying, you mean a lot to me. I'm not going to come on the show, but here's my suggestions. Well, I think that I would love to talk to them, but we just couldn't do it this week because we have a special guest. We have a very special guest. We're very excited about it. In some ways, the reason that we're together, not really, but kind of maybe, this person... I think she gave us both like a, subs- a sub- substantial bump in our career. That's for sure. I wouldn't be a professional touring stand-up comedian without our guest today. Uh, it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> from today's special guest, uh, you know, from Chelsea Lately. From Are You There, White Privilege, It's Me, Chelsea. Let's just call Chelsea. It's Chelsea Handler. Let's give her a buzz. Oh, hi, Chelsea. <laughs> hi, oh, my God. Hi, guys. Wait, hi, how are you? Chelsea, I just realized because I hear the rain outside and you told me that since you came to visit me and the baby in the rain, whenever it rains in L.A., you think of me. So maybe you were thinking of me tonight. I know. That was such a romantic afternoon we had together. <laughs> <laughs> we were just debating whether or not you're responsible for us being together. What do you think? <laughs> I would say probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's your COVID? My COVID's pretty pretty strong. I mean, I've been at my house for about four weeks, and my sister's here now. She came with her three kids, so really? that was good. That was a nice change of pace. And you guys are going to quarantine together? Yeah, we're just going to stay here. They have spring break, so she brought the dogs and her three kids, and so now I have a full house, which is nice. It's like experiencing what my house would be like if I hadn't lived here. <laughs> Oh, if there was like a lively, vibrant family. <laughs> that- if there was a family. <laughs> but it's exhausting because like I just real because I was thinking of you and I see your Instagram and you're like reading all these books and like you look amazing. And I feel like I'm spending 10 hours. My baby's up for 12 hours. She's naps for two. So 10 hours a day we're spending with a toddler. Well, yeah, that's what happens. That's why you don't have a baby. <laughs> that's why that's why one doesn't have a baby we went the opposite direction it's just like you know this 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 virus is proving to me like i've been right all along about so many things you know like i'm so glad a that i didn't have a baby because then i'd be stuck home with it like this you know and then god forbid on top of it a husband and then on, on top of all of that then i have to fucking homeschool him like I have to all of a sudden teach. It's like it's all of my worst nightmares combined. And teaching's like a talent. Like you have to have such patience to be a teacher. Like oh, most yeah, yeah. people can't do that. And we're like all like adult infants too. It's like I, I don't know how I got roped into having to do childhood development all of a sudden. Like there was a reason that we were sending this kid to classes like six days a week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also you don't know how much when when you're under these kinds of circumstances, you're like Okay, how many, you know, there aren't enough drugs in the world for me to, like, get through this. You know what I mean? And I, I welcome a little reprieve. Like, I like being alone. I like being, being told not to socialize. 
I'm down with that for a period of time. You know, I don't like obviously what it's doing to people economically and all of that. But, you know, if someone says, oh, stay indoors, I'm, I'm down with it. But it's like, I'm so high all the time. <laughs> you know, the days just blur from one to the next. What do you? Like, I wake up like the other morning I woke up and I just like popped a mushroom capsule. I was like, I better just get this party started. Well, you know, that's so funny because that's actually how we're <laughs> dealing with the childhood development things. We've been giving our daughter little mushroom caps. Very micro dose. Like the micro. You should give her a micro of... ayahuasca dose. <laughs> babies love that. Our baby's basically on ayahuasca anyway. Now that. Now that I know it's cool to give out medical advice and not have any repercussions, I'll just start giving it out. Little baby ayahuasca. Honestly, there's a market for that in Los Angeles. I feel strongly. Of course there is. Yeah. Tell them. And then it's something that will also help the mother lose weight. You say <laughs> that and you can sell anything. Well, it's, it, you puke when you take ayahuasca, don't you? So there's at least a little bit of water weight loss. Yeah, sweating from the sweating, exactly, and vomiting, <laughs> and diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful a, drug. It's, a basic, it's basically a triple. Yeah, you hit it three ways. Well, wait, Chelsea. So when, every night we have dinner because we have been fighting a lot, and it's been really kind of challenging and trying. Because um, I used to have a nanny, and you know, I, I'm kind of doing everything by myself, and I'm also trying to work. But I've been very stressed, so I'm trying to like say three things that I like about each day. At the at dinner and make everyone say it. And today our little daughter said it, and it was very cute. Like, what What'd she say? Well, she said mommy's funny and did not say daddy's funny. So that was one of the low points for me today. Yeah, that was your pe- That was your pit. <laughs> What's really sad is when her favorite things are like the TV she watched. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's another issue. Because like it's obvious that your baby should not be sitting in front of the TV when their brain's developing. But like it is impossible to do less than three hours a day yeah i don't know how people don't do that well a lot of people do like six to eight but like i'm trying to do three i guess but it's impossible and really it should be zero well chelsea speaking of brain development what are you reading what are you reading i'm reading like three books i'm reading one by glennon doyle i'm reading untamed and that's good it's like little vignettes about you know womanhood and being being true to yourself and not being like, you know, not falling into what society expects out of you. So it's too late for me. Um, I <laughs> Untamed. Am reading, I, I'm reading a Henry Kissinger book, which is really dense, but it's all about like international world history and world order and world dominance. And so that's like my high school. That's like my, that's like my assignment book that I give myself. And then I'm reading some other like spiritual book. Oh, my alarm just went off to call you guys. Cause I don't want to forget. <laughs> Wait, so I was like, I have to set my alarm. My niece just came upstairs because she's like at eight. She goes, you have a call with you have that call. And I'm like, no, it's not at eight. It's at nine. She's like, OK. And then I'm like, I'm going to bed. And then she came up. She goes, don't forget your call. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that's sweet. You're teaching her how to be an assistant. That's so sweet. I know. Wait, I so know. Chelsea, how do you divide that up? You're like, I have one thing that's homework, one thing that's fun. And then one thing that's spiritual. Pure, pure, pure evil. Oh, no, that was homework. Oh, you mean for reading? Well, I just figure, you know, I'm never going to have this time again. I have no excuse not to read like the hardest book on my shelf. I'm never I'm always going to be like, oh, I should read this. I should read that. So reading is at least, you know, feels like you're filling your brain up with. Otherwise, if I if I start watching TV early in the day, I'm, I'm zapped. So I have to like save that. And I also can't watch the news because it's too depressing. Um so, you know, I've taken to swimming in my pool, rich person's problems. I'm just trying to figure out different ways to use my own fucking house. Hey, I saw the Karate Kid. It's not just rich people that have pools. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good movie to revisit. Maybe I'll watch that with my family, the Karate Kid. Which one? The one with Elizabeth Shue. 
That's the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karate Kid, oh, a, true, yeah. a true classic. We just ordered Chinese food, you guys. It was pretty bad. Oh, we did a we did our first to go order yesterday. Indian. We did Indian food. We, we couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, we finally gave up. We tapped out. And we had an incredibly intense uh, sterilization process for the Indian food. There was multiple Tupperware <laughs> don't containers. Wonder, don't you wonder? I know it's so confusing. You're like, which which gloves am I supposed to wear? And when am I supposed to wear them? Before I get in the car or after I get out of the car? I think you're supposed to change your gloves often. And also, if you wear gloves, you're not supposed to touch. You can still contract. Or, you know, like you're not supposed to touch your face with the gloves. Right. I think, I don't you think there's going to be a point where people are just going to get so sick of staying indoors that they're just going to go, fuck it, I'll take my chances. A hundred percent. I think that's, I think we're like getting to the cusp of that. I feel like I can feel the vibration of everybody I talk to. They're just, they're reaching their limits. Right. I just heard today in France they've banned uh, exercise, running, jogging in the streets. Oh, really? Yeah, so maybe we're next for that. Oh, kind for going of outside. I don't know. What do you think, Chelsea? I don't know. I mean, it feels like New York might be hitting its little plateau. It looks like it might be, hopefully, be, you know, this is the worst is over. Um, and that will still be really bad. But I don't think that California is going to get hit in the way that New York got hit. It doesn't look like it. I mean, how could we, though, too? It's like just the mere act of riding a subway every single day. It's like you increase your chances so much. It's just so crazy that the whole fucking world is shut down. And it's so crazy that we have these two governors. Newsom is on. Gavin Newsom's on my TV in the background right now. His hair is so ridiculous. I mean, it's like, he looks like an, it's like an aardvark. I mean, honestly, have you ever seen hair like this on someone? It's just out of control. I mean, Gavin Newsom. And then... And then Andrew Cuomo, it's like, oh, my God, every morning I get up, I'm like in bed, I get ready with the dogs and I'm like waiting for my 8 a.m. press conference with my other boyfriends. Oh, my God, I fucking love Andrew Cuomo. Oh, wait. So which one do you choose? (laughs) Oh, Andrew Cuomo. Gavin Newsom is like too straight up for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) At least Andrew Cuomo is like, you know, a little bit naughty or dirty or does something. You think Cuomo would choke you and Gavin would look in your eyes and make make deep eye contact? Yeah. New Jersey, like we have a lot in common. I think we could be. I definitely think we would be on the same page. No, but don't you know the story of Gavin Newsom? Gavin, he was like doing coke with his campaign manager's wife and fucking her. So he's got a bit of a freak in him <laughs> oh, too. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. That's kind of hot. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, no, but I, 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 that's right. But I, that's not the kind of guy I want to hang out with. Gavin Newsom. I'd rather <laughs> hang out with Andrew Cuomo. You know, I don't want like some jock, like some perfect looking stud. Like Gavin Newsom's too perfect. I find that questionable. <laughs> oh, so that's why you never flirted that's with how me. I you know what that's like, Moshe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <I> mean, <laughs> Moshe, that's why we never had any energy, Chelsea, because I was just like too perfect. To, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. We, we had dead energy. <laughs> that's right. Hey, Moshe, speaking of the name Moshe, have you watched Unorthodox oh, on yeah, Netflix yet? Y- yeah, we just finished it. Uh, you know, Chelsea, by the way, that's the sect of Hasidic Judaism that my family is from oh perfect i thought there was a connection yeah and uh finally there's like a, a gangster character on tv named moisha Lori kilmartin just tweeted that she wanted to fuck moisha and did you find him attractive he was kind of hot really uh yeah i mean i don't know that i wanted to fuck him but yes i could see people wanting to fuck him and that it would have headed in that direction <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a trip. I mean, that was it is a pretty accurate portrayal of that community. It was a it was a you sa- it sounds like you it's like your show and you created it. I mean, you're taking a lot of ownership over it. Well, no, actually, I took a show out. Uh, I pitched a show to Netflix, uh, a, a, like a comedy about a guy escaping from ascetic Judaism. And I watched the first episode of that show and I was like, ah, this is why they didn't buy it. <laughs> this thing was already being made. Oh, really? Yeah, that girl's pretty good. There's also another show called Stizzle. Oh, I've seen it. I We saw a couple episodes of Stizzle. A little funnier. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. We're all Jewed out. Uh, we're, we're, little... we're having a Zoom Passover tomorrow. Oh, really? With whom? With just some comedian. You want to join? You can join in. <laughs> you want in? It's uh, some friends. Yeah, That's Nick, nice. Nick, you Kroll, know, Nick Kroll, Chelsea and, Peretti. Yeah, Eric Andre, you know, some classic Jews. I think we're going <laughs> to well, try to make cute. it 30 minutes. Are you guys doing anything for Passover? No, we're not. Or maybe we are. My sister's in charge of those types of things. Your assistant, your eight-year-old assistant. She'll come in and <laughs> no, say my si- matzo time. My sister, my sister, <laughs> I said, my, Moshe. My <laughs> sister's in charge of the Judaism in our household. Okay, well, Chelsea has a full house, so I think we should make we should take a call and see if we can help them. Let's do it. Chelsea, you ready to do an advice call with us? Uh, what, am I doing a live sex call? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Cuomo. <laughs> we're calling Cuomo. Okay. <laughs> We're going to call Sarah in Toronto. Sarah. Moshe? Sarah. Hi, Sarah. It's Natasha. Hello. Can you hear us okay? I can hear you. Yep. It's Natasha and Moshe, and we also have our friend Chelsea Handler on the phone. Hi, Natasha. I mean, is this no? You're Natasha. (laughs) I thought that was no. I thought it was Sarah, and I thought it was kind of a a kind of a hard diss to you, Chelsea. She's like, yeah. Anyway, hi, Natasha. Hi. Okay, Chelsea's here. Everyone. Natasha's here. Sarah's here. Sarah, how are you? Hello. Hi, Sarah. I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we're all great. We're all really How, good. How's How are you your, doing? How's your COVID, Sarah? My COVID's good. I'm, I think I'm managing to stay clear, but I mean, who knows these days? Tell us why you contacted us, Sarah. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, so I am quarantining currently alone. Um, I'm single. Um, I live in a big city in an apartment by myself as well, so I don't have roommates or anything. Um, and so I guess my question is about, um, dating right now. So me and most of my friends are in the same situation as me. Um, but we're all trying to continue dating on dating apps. Um, but, and like, I guess everybody's in sort of the same situation where everyone's kind of feeling a bit collectively for us, sexually frustrated, um, which is cool, but it's making guys on apps. Um, really creepy and sexual, <laughs> and and so I guess my question is like these are unprecedented times. I get it; everybody has cabin fever. But do I maintain my regular boundaries, or <laughs> do I like let it slide a bit? And you know, like I'm just a little bit lost in what to do here and whether I maintain my 
you know, dignity. Oh, okay. Men are so fucking unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> we have an entire two-year movement about not being able to control yourself and to keep your hands to yourself and to not sexually assault women. All you have to do is not rape women. That's all men have to do. And they can't. And now we have a fucking coronavirus that is basically Mother Nature saying, okay, if you can't keep your hands to yourself now, everyone needs to go inside and you can't touch anymore. And men are still trying to rape women. Guys, th- no, this is like um, this is like a free period. You know what I mean? We got like a little Ali Ali oxen free. Rape us <laughs> but how can oh they be? Oh my god, it's a never ending. <laughs> how can they be pervy though if if you're they're not going on actual dates? She's saying they like say text something creepy immediately, as opposed to the way men used to act on dating apps. <laughs> Prior to all of this, they were all the picture of decorum back then. No, you don't have to put up with that. And by the way, stop dating. Okay, this isn't the time. (laughs) Well, that was going to be my question: Is do I just look? What if this lasts for like a year? Do I just stay? What do you mean? You just can't do anything. Just keep to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm extroverted. I like to chat. I like to meet new people. I'm dying. Wait, Sarah. Call Natasha and Moshe every day. Yeah, that's Give true. Give her your number, you guys. And you guys can wake up together with her every morning. Keep her company. Sarah, can you read us some of the, the examples of the creepy uh, overtures that people have made towards you? Okay, so it's a bit of a spectrum. There's like, I would say there's like sexual. Um, there's like insulting. And there's, and there's creepy. Sure. So like sexual, for example, like you know, like the usual triage questions like, oh, where did you grow up? And like, how many siblings do you have? Everything ends up being sex related. It's just like, like one guy I I asked, he asked me what my hobbies were and I asked him what his were back. And he just said, dating, dot, dot, dot. Um, like, can't wait to get laid again. Like just out the gate (laughs) within, um, within five minutes. Uh, have you ever uh, found a triple whammy uh, uh, that is a sexual, creepy <laughs> insulter? There, there is one that stands out. Yeah, there's one. Me and my friends have called him Buffalo Bill, <laughs> and he. <laughs> so he got sexual, but he also like he commented on. Um, it was actually my friend's um, hinge, like a person on hinge. Um, and he commented on her skin a lot, um, and then invited, like, was try- I guess they were getting along, kind of, um, and then he invited her over by saying, don't worry, I bleached the place completely. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just... Well, Natasha, what do you think? I mean, I think we need to, like, not get ahead of ourselves. You know, we don't really know what's happening this is a good time to just like not freak out. You do have to kind of just embrace the solitude a little bit. Like what Chelsea's saying, like, you know, don't you can't if you focus on being extroverted right now, that's that's just going to be very hard. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a time for extroverts. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, you can FaceTime with people and do all that. Like, isn't that enough? I mean, you can't possibly be horny. Yeah. I mean, work on your friendships and like see where we're at in six months. Wait. (laughs) Wait, Sarah. I don't know. I guess you can be horny. Sorry. But I mean, it just doesn't really, it's not horny making this virus. I don't know. No, I'm it not definitely horny. is not. Wait, I, Sarah, are, are you saying that you are horny? 
Russia, are you like, <laughs> I'm just trying to hold on. I was trying to insult her and and be I was gonna do try something there. I mean yes, but not from like the the usual things. Like I guess yes, surprisingly, yes. I would say. <laughs> Wait, what are the unusual things? Are you like turned on by the COVID masks? Um <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like unexpected. Like there are no boundaries to life anymore. So like people and time, like it can be day. It can be, you know, I'm finding like Sanjay Gupta very attractive these days. <laughs> well, that's what you're desperate. You know, no, you're desperate. You know, yeah. okay. that's right, right. I feel the same way about very Andrew Cuomo. I want to have sex with Andrew Cuomo. I want to be with him romantically for a long period of time. And then I want to live together. Oh my gosh, yeah. Do you think I hear what you're saying, but just it's like just keep your pants on is what I would say. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. We can all take a beat and just be chill for a second. It's not like a pressing issue. That is, I didn't even know we were taking calls. This is very exciting. (laughs) You didn't, (laughs) Natasha didn't tell you. No, I didn't. (laughs) So, Chelsea Handler's advice to you is in this time where we're all not wearing pants 18 hours a day, keep your fucking pants on. I, I, yeah, or take it down and you deal with it. You know what I mean. But just deal with it yourself. And be lucky that just you're not in a down. that you're not in a bad relationship. And like, try to expand. You know, just try to like. Yeah, can you imagine being married to some asshole and then they told you you had to be in the house for six weeks with him? I mean, do you know how yeah. many people are getting divorced? Yeah, we're, we're we're right on the border, Sarah. Just so you know, and we have a good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're taking live calls. They're like, shit, we're going to break up unless we pull out all stuff. No, but I... I think no. My opinion. Oh, oh! But her original question was: Should I hold hold myself with the same standards now during this COVID period as I do usually? I don't know the answer to that. I just think that you should never do anything that makes you uncomfortable. If you're get if you're if you're having a good time, Sanjay Gupta style with these weirdos, then hey, have fun. <laughs> but if they're making you uncomfortable, the answer has been the same before COVID and during COVID and after COVID. Never do anything you don't want to do because some guy's horny. You don't owe them politeness. Tell them to go fuck right. themselves. Chelsea? So no free passes because this is weird and people are mentally a bit off. No, no, you're not out of control of your sexual behavior because there's a viral (laughs) pandemic that's related to the cold virus. No. Um, Okay, well, good luck and just try to find a good book. I would say, you know what I mean? What I would say is if you can, save up for a cruise. Save up for a cruise? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great place to meet men right now. Absolutely. Okay, Sarah, good luck. Good luck, Sarah. Take care out there. Thank you. Bye. Chelsea, you still there? Yes, I'm still here. I'm sorry. I'm just pulling my pants up. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know your family's there. Do you want to take one more call or do you got to go? Well, no, I think I'm good with Sarah. I have to go back down. Okay, Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a great night and have a great Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Happy Pesach. Happy Pesach. Thank you for joining us on the call. And actually, thank you for joining us as a couple. Yes, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for throttling. Bye, Chelsea. That was awesome. Oh, Sarah. I do do get it that everybody's going a bit mad. You know what I mean? I know. And, you know, the thing is, like, if you feel like doing something crazy and sexual then do it maybe you feel different you've just it all has to come from you i'm also trying to understand wrap my brain around the guys who are texting sarah you know like uh like 
why they he why there's a collective unconsciousness of 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 increased creepiness and boundary pushing because these guys are freaking horny i just don't think that's it i think that everybody's going a little mad i mean yeah everybody's horny but you have i mean guys are already pretty horny that is true actually i gotta sign off right now (laughs) you're horny i mean i'm everybody's horny aren't women horny not during an infectious disease cycle with a toddler right Let's do some secrets. So this is a secret I've told people later in life, as in when I got older, but um, I have never told my sister, um, or a handful of people, I should say. I went to a middle school that was also at a church, and in eighth grade, and this was in Colorado, in eighth grade, a friend of mine and I played a game where we pretended there were bombs in our school. And one night we were at a church gathering and we went around the school and wrote, went around and like ditched and went around and wrote, there's a bomb in the music room on uh, multiple, like we wrote it with like dry erase boards and chalkboards and on sticky notes and things like that. Um, And then we left. And before we left, my friend said, oh, we should probably go get, rid of all those because tomorrow is the anniversary of Columbine. This is the first (laughs) anniversary. Um, And being a little kid, I was like, I can't go through and do that. So we thought, oh, there's no way they're going to take that seriously. And the next day when we got to school, about two hours into school, an announcement came on that there had been bomb threats and that they were canceling school. And I was terrified. And all my friends, (laughs) so many people in the school were crying um, including my sister, everyone was really scared. And me and my friend were so scared we were going to get caught. We didn't know what to do. We felt so guilty. Uh, and we never told anyone. And uh, other people at the school had to do a handwriting test to see if they were responsible. And we think some people got expelled for it, and it wasn't them. Um, <laughs> I didn't tell anyone for a really, really long time at all. Um, I think I've only told one person that I went to school with, but I've never told my sister because she was really upset that day. Um, and it's, I guess it's funny now, but it probably wasn't funny at all uh, when it happened. Okay, that's my secret. I mean, some somewhere in a prison cell is a man who got expelled from her high school for for something he didn't do, and it sent him down a dark path of crime drug addiction, abuse, and misery. And he is definitely an Endless Honeymoon podcast listener. <laughs> and when he gets out, lady, he's fucking gunning for you. It's so hard because in youth, you just don't really have like introspection fully developed. Well, that's why I don't understand why teenage... I mean, it's a, it's a miracle anybody makes it out of being a teenager ever. I know. Sometimes I look at my daughter because she like clearly just wants to like party and have fun. That's me too. And I'm like... That's your husband. I know it's me too. But then I'm like, how does that age? You know what I mean? Like then you're a teenager who wants to party. Yeah. And then you're an adult who wants to party and and then you die. (laughs) I think that's how it ages. (laughs) We were just talking to Chelsea Handler. (laughs) I mean, you know, we all want to party. She's doing mushrooms at eight o'clock in the morning with her niece there. I mean, that sounds fun, actually. And she has like no responsibilities. There's like other like mothers there watching the kid because it's not really her kid. Yeah. Well, if you're out there, lady listening, just like I said, the chicken's going to roost. So watch out for a little smiley. <laughs> Can we hear another one? Hey, guys. I uh, love the show. And I got a little secret. 
So I live with two roommates, and upstairs there's also three people, and the six of us get along really great. We always hang out, like, on the porch. We have parties together. It's all super-duper great. And one of the effects of that situation is that whoever decides to collect the cans and bottles and returns it gets to keep the 20 30 bucks, whatever it is. Well, recently, one of the guys upstairs, just kind of like in passing and with so much confidence, was like, uh, hey, so next time you return the cans, you want to just throw our half in our mailbox? And I was like, I thought to myself, what? But I said, uh, yeah, something like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm not sure when I'll get to it, but sure. Because one, we do get along. I didn't want to start an argument. And two, I was like, that's not the system. What's he talking about? Anyway, to avoid a conflict and to like kind of get something out of it, I guess. There's this homeless guy in our neighborhood who rolls around with a shopping cart. So next time I saw him, I gave him our, like, five, six, seven bags of cans and sent him on his way. The next time I saw the neighbor, he was like, dude, so did you return the cans? And I was like, no, man, someone must have stolen them. And so I feel like I did a good deed, and I got a little subterranean victory. And so I think I'm going to keep this up in the future. Right on. Thanks. I love this. It's like it's it's both dishonest and also really pure of heart. It's like kind of Robin Hood. I like it. But I don't understand the part where he gets 20 or $30 based on the discarded beer cans that him and his neighbors drink. Is that alcoholism? No, I I think it's like, you know, three big ba- bags of cans, you I guess. You get $30? I don't know. Man. I, I don't, I, I've never done that before. Let's start getting into it. We're out you of work. Start collecting Hell cans. yeah. We're, I don't have work right now. I'm going to go around the neighborhood and start stealing cans. What was the thing? I, I forgot how they fra- they phrased it, but they said right now people are either like taking. That was something different that you were telling me about last night. I forget. What the people the... are either right now are either takers or, or givers, right? They were saying like takers or makers. Uh-huh. Like you're either oh, like right. yeah. taking and just like worried about your bottom line your food supply, what you, your toilet paper, whatever your you survival, need, your, your survival, health. your health, your kids, or you're like really trying to like help everybody around you. You're figuring out things to do in the face of this pandemic Charities, to help people out. Uh, we had some help um, all of the waitresses at this comedy club, whatever that is. We had some makers come by the house the other day, didn't we? Oh yeah, my friends came over, some comedian friends, and uh, they called me. They're like, you have to come outside. My neighbor called me and I was like, you have to come outside. So I came outside and I was with my kid. It was like four o'clock. I finally broke down and had shown her the first 15 minutes of Frozen for the first time. <laughs> A dark day. Yeah, because I, I was like trying to not show her that. And then finally I was like, do you want to watch Frozen? It was either that or a mushroom cap. <laughs> For me. And so uh, she said, yeah, so we're watching Frozen. And then I come outside when my neighbor calls me. And then all of a sudden the comedian friends are there with their kids and they're all singing Christmas carols. Who was it? it w- Is it, it anonymous, you think? You think they don't want to be? <laughs> it was Rob Hubel and it was Ed Helms. And it was uh, Rob's wife, Holly, and uh, I don't, I didn't know Ed's wife. And then their kids are the same age mean, as sweet, our kids. Sweet. That's so sweet. And then sweet they of all them. were singing, and they were singing in masks, it's, and we were all keeping the six foot distance. It's so cool of them, though, to come over to our, to a Jewish family's house, <laughs> scream Christmas carols with projectile spittle towards our house. <laughs> I was gone, thank God. I know. I told I them, been, I go, I'm so glad Moshe's gone because he hates Christmas carols. I would have been furious. I would have been, get the fuck out of here, Rob. Get out of here, Ed. Not in my house. 
But I have no, to say. No, it's about as sweet as it gets. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's not just sweet. It gave me like some some energy. Well, totally. You know, And so if you do acts like that, it gives people energy. Well, today in our neighborhood and in New York and in other neighborhoods uh, where they're dealing with this kind of stuff at 8 p.m., there's this like spontaneous or semi-spontaneous, I guess, scream session that's been happening the last few nights where all of a sudden the whole neighborhood is starting to cheer for the essential workers. And I was telling some friends about it. Because uh, I was pretty touched by it last night. It was the first night that we noticed it. And, we were uh, eating and all of a sudden everyone outside starts screaming. Yeah, I had noticed weird things before, but I couldn't tell if it was actually a thing or not. And my friends, um, my video game friends, uh, were like, that's kind of cheesy when people do that. And I was think, I, I, I was like... Your video game friends. Well, I hear you. But I was like, I got a little defensive about it. I was like, well, it's not cheesy. But then I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe it is cheesy. But like, maybe that's what's kind of touching about it. It's so like, you guys are like playing video games and also like talking about like... <laughs> Yeah. Things that are happening in the world and yeah. politics. Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish my answer? You have the gun. You have the gun. Can I get the gun? Oh, so what do you guys think about? Uh... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> okay, okay. Tell me the rest. No, it's all good. No, I hear you. I, it's cheesy. I mean, cheesy. I don't know. what We're it's post just, that. Exactly. That's my thought. It's like, yeah, well, maybe it is cheesy, but it's like, you know, it's sincere and sincerity is inherently cheesy. Absolutely. But like. To me, when I heard everybody screaming, I mean, it's very nice that they're screaming for the essential workers. But really, really, would the reason that people are doing that in New York and here and, and, and other places where they're coming out onto the balconies in Italy and seeing opera, yes, okay, it's for the essential workers and, and we should be so grateful for those people. But also, it's because we are not designed, human beings are not designed to be isolated. We're designed to be in community. And so that's as close as we could get. So yeah, it's a little corny, but like, it's a good kind of corny. So anyway... To the degree that you can be a, a maker by taking by taking that guy's a maker and a taker. He took money from his neighbor who was trying to do some kind of weird hustle on him, and he gave it to a local homeless guy, and he got to uh, he got to have a good secret. So thanks for calling. Okay, let's listen to one more. Hey, um, I'm a huge fan of the show. You guys are getting me through uh, social distancing quarantine. So thank you. Um, my secret is that I, every time I go to work, I go to the bathroom to poop at the same time every day. Obviously, this was before we were all sent to work from home. But anytime I'm in the bathroom pooping and somebody tries to come in to the, it's like a, a single stall bathroom, um, I have to say, oh, somebody's in here, but I use a different voice every time because I don't want people to know that it's me who's pooping. So I'll try to, like, mimic a coworker's voice and just say, uh, someone's in here. Or I'll try to hit him with, like, a really deep, like, somebody's in here. And I just try to change my voice so that they don't uh, know that it's me. But I'm pretty sure that they know it's me. Um, anyway, I hope you guys keep making episodes. You're saving my life. And I love you guys. Bye. I love how regular she is. Very regular. <laughs> how do you get... How, I have never paid attention really to when I shit. What? You shit? <laughs> That's literally... I'm not even joking right now, Natasha. That is literally the first time in our relationship you have ever made a self-referential uh, defecation reference. Ever. Number one. This is the first time ever. Post-COVID, baby. Yeah, yeah. You're being... You know what you're being right now? Hmm. Sexual... Creepy and a little bit insulting. (laughs) 
Okay, let's give a call to Brooke in Sonora, California. Hello? Hey, Brooke, it's Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher. Oh, holy shit, hello. Would you rather have sex with Sanjay Gupta or uh, Andrew Cuomo? Uh, Sanjay Gupta. He seems pretty smart. <laughs> Wait, smart? What is that? She didn't ask if you'd rather have a symposium with him. <laughs> I'm with you. I like fucking smart guys. Sure. Right? You're, right? Goddamn, you're goddamn right she does. <laughs> Something we can all get behind. Uh, what's what's up? Uh, nothing much, guys. Um, just craziness. Uh, I started seeing this guy during couple, three weeks ago during quarantine. How'd you find him? Uh, Tinder, of course. Okay, so you guys connected on Tinder, and then you were like, let's be each other's quarantine like hookup? Yeah, Got exactly. It. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, people were trying to like sort that out a few weeks ago. Yeah, people were scrambling. <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah. to think there's a bunch of people right now going like, damn it, if I had waited one more day, I maybe could have found a different quarantine person. <laughs> exactly. So what's, is that what's happening with you? What? Is that what's happening with you? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I I needed to get laid, and my cousin made me go on Tinder, and I was like, "All right, let's find somebody." I just, you know, it'll just be a booty call. I've grown a lot. I won't get attached. Problem is, you know, I I go on a couple of meetups at this guy's house, and uh, I really like him and stuff like that. But I've noticed, even though I've grown so much, I still kind of do these same tendencies that i think are scaring off all these like these men that i i uh i see like what well uh i'm a very anxious person kind of freak out i mean i smoke like five cigarettes waiting for your call like i'm <laughs> you know i, I just um, well smoking's supposed to be really good for covid so keep it up <laughs> yeah um you yeah, know i i just i oh crap You were going to tell us, yeah, your behaviors that that push men away. Yes. um, I kind of put on these different hats. So, like, you know, I was super nervous. This is the first time I've been with, like, he's, I'm 18. I'm kind of young. He's, you know. You're 18? Yeah, I'm 18. You really have smoked a lot of cigarettes. (laughs) 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 She's like V. Arthur. Yeah, you know, I was horny. I had to. Uh, I had to get laid. Get you on know? Tinder. Yeah, I had, to, yeah <laughs> I had to pound it out real quick before COVID started. I'm chain smoking Paul Malls over here. Yeah. Do, exactly. do you know, now do, I know. Do you know who B. Arthur is, by the way? <laughs> There's no way. No. No. You don't. Do you know what the Golden Girls are? Of course I do. I she, love them. She was the tall one. <laughs> she was the tall one. Yes. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So so no. so what you you uh you're anxious and how old is he? You were say you're about to say how old he was. He's he's 24. Okay, not bad. Okay, so how's it going? So you just feel like you like him too much now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm. It's not like I'm in love with them or something crazy. I just, you know, I feel like the first time super awesome. We super clicked. Like he's another weird theater kid. You know, super smart. The- theater um, and- kid? Is that what you said? Theater? <laughs> yeah, I did say theater. But you don't know who B. Arthur is? 
She's a she's merely a stage legend. She was not, born in like 2014. Yeah, but you know, know know your history. God damn it, Brooke. Okay, so he's a theater kid. How do you find another theater kid on a dating app? I I honestly, he said nothing about it. It just came up in our date, and it was kind of awesome. Like does he was, does he zip zap zap when you guys are fucking? Of course he zip zap zaps. He's an improv. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so what's what's the behavior that you feel like you do that you're like fuck why did I do that? Yeah, I uh, I divulge too much information. I get I I have a running mind and I I just spew out all this crap. And I'm not necessarily myself, and I don't feel like I'm putting off the best uh, you know version of myself, which kind of sucks because then I'm like, all right, he's not going to want to see me again. I mean, I texted him today and. He messaged me back, but there's no like, oh, let's meet up like we were supposed to, whatever. And I, I my friend thinks it's because my friend Sophia thinks it's because like I farted in my sleep and like screamed. <laughs> why did your why of all things did your friend latch onto that very specific scenario? Do you fart in your sleep a lot? Well, she probably told her that she did. No, no, yeah, I don't. But he, uh, I, he fed me a lot of like Viking food, like meat and potatoes, and then we. All right, don't bed. don't you do improv on the call here, Brooke? <laughs> but I hear, I, I think I hear what you're saying. Like you're anxious, and so when yeah. you get around him or guys in general, you start, and you're a theater person, so you're probably annoying. You start. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so you start like. Well, it's true. You start like got, you perform a little bit, and 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 you you don't get to be your true self, and so and then that you you think anyway tends to it makes men or people alienated somehow because you're not being a genuine version of yourself. Is that right? A hundred percent. Yeah. I and I got a lot of you know I got a lot of baggage. Even though yeah I'm eighteen, I'm young, but you know like I, I'm weird. I got I got fucking. You know, I'm a theater kid. Obviously, I got alcoholic parents and shit like that. Like, it's normal. <laughs> but I, I think I, you I, have to use this time maybe as, uh, you know, to I think this is a good time to just sort of like challenge yourself and work on yourself and acknowledge what these things are that you want to be. And maybe the next time you're with him, try to like say less if you're like, I don't know, just just try to experiment with your personality a little bit. You're 18. You know, see what makes you feel good. See see what makes you feel bad. Don't do the thing again that made you feel bad. You know, just like start start putting different stuff out there. I don't know. Yeah. No. Or, need, or do less. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah. I need to listen more. That's a big thing. Like I gotta, I, I just need to know how to shut up. Like I was, I, I wanna, that's what I was going to say, Brooke, is when you're around <laughs> a man, you shut up and listen. You know, let that man talk. No, I'm just kidding, Brooke. Um, I, and I, you shouldn't, you know, obviously you shouldn't just like make yourself shut up. No, I, I no, I think what you were saying was good, <laughs> Natasha. Like you're, you're still probably in some ways getting to know yourself even. Right. And, and being yourself to yourself is the difficult enough process. Being yourself around another person that you're trying to impress and that you're sexually attracted to. Well, that takes a long time. It takes a long time to have that kind of confidence and to figure out how to just like not be performing i mean everybody does a version of what you're talking about and then everybody right. and know. his energy might even you know you might need a certain type of person because his energy might make you feel 
like you're bombing or something, you know, like he might not be giving you what you want and that's what you're kind of feeling. And maybe that's not the right relationship for you. You shouldn't have to change who you are. Well, yeah. I mean, my other thought is like, if what you're actually after is figuring out how to be a more genuine version of yourself, it probably isn't going to help being in a booty call only no feelings situation during a pandemic like that those aren't the ideal situation the ideal petri dish to grow your uh your genuine self you know it i I, nothing wrong with a booty call uh as natasha knows i used to love i used to love a booty call but 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 they're not making you feel good you might as well just be like hey i can't hang out tonight sorry i just want to watch you know these I, I want to watch all of Woody Allen's movies. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's what the theater community of the 18-year-old theater community is into these days. I don't know what they will. Now, do you know who Woody Allen is? Of course I know who Woody Allen is, yes. Yeah, he was also in the Golden Girls. Now, so, yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with, like, trying to get your rocks off and have some company during a quarantine. But if you're feeling, yeah, if it's not making you, just like Natasha said, if it doesn't make you feel good, or if you if you're getting attached and not getting that reciprocated, I just think like more will be revealed. You're, you're I know that right. it's probably annoying to hear, but you're 18 and like and I couldn't get into a serious relationship till I was 37, 33 when I met you. Is that when we started dating? Yeah. But but I um, but I do think probably dating someone with more communication i mean i'll tell you the the shortcut to becoming more genuine brooke if you really want to do it yeah is to say to this guy the next time you see him and you're never going to do this you're not going to you won't do this but you sit down to him and you say i am having a difficult time being my full self around you maybe i'm nervous (laughs) i'm gonna say that i can say that i have balls yeah oh you have balls that's a whole new twist to the story (laughs) and how do you think someone why should she say that? I'm saying, what's the goal here? If the goal here is to Could calm down... Yeah. Do you disagree with me? No, I don't know. Tell me. I'm just saying, if the goal here is to calm down a little bit, because Brooke's a little manic. Uh, you know, she's. We've only known her for five minutes. She said, I'm a theater kid 19 times. Like, <laughs> if, if the goal here is to just be a little calmer version of herself and to be able to be more real, then the quickest road to being real is to say, I'm feeling like I'm not being real. But yeah. that's also very nervous. And to be honest, a 24-year-old guy, that could freak him out. He'd be like, I was just here, I was just here for the theater pussy. I don't know why we're talking <laughs> about feelings right now. But it's but that is that's what I'm well, saying. Well, okay, I would say if you're gonna do that, just also do it in the spirit of being willing to walk away. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm all right with that. I mean, I met the guy twice, you know. I just I felt like, you know, if maybe I'm more honest with him and maybe I take the time to be like hey you know this is actually what i'm looking for this is actually what i want maybe he'll be more open to something and not i think the age thing really throws him off which is totally understandable um and i you know it's just i I also have a problem of uh he he's i see him as like a better than me and that's Uh that's and i don't why do you why well you know i obviously i lack life experience that he he has you know he's traveled he's been to college he has a good family and i'm kind of like i'm this broken weird 18 year old living in the mountains trying to figure out theater kid say theater kid (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm weird kid (laughs) you know i don't know right 
yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. And, uh, I, it, so it's hard to be like, no, this is who I am. And I'm sure of myself because I am in a lot of ways and I have become that, but it's still hard when I, I, and thrown with someone so different than I'm used to. Well, I mean, I don't know what you think, Tosh, but the truth is like, those are a lot of those are stories that you're telling yourself about yourself and they aren't even necessarily all that true. And they're also stories you're telling yourself about him. You don't know that guy that what you met on Tinder and hooked up twice. Like he's, he's (laughs) got problems. He's, he's got his own version of, of, of weirdness and, and it also insecurity. doesn't seem safe to be fucking him because he could be fucking other people. Oh, you mean COVID safe? Yes. I mean, I wasn't even going to get into that. He does that. not seem COVID approved. Well, neither does she. I mean, neither of them, really. How, how do we know? <laughs> COVID approved. I do no. like that phrasing. That's true. No, like, I, What are the odds he's got another little COVID booty call? I, I, even, I, was like, I even asked. I was like, hey, you know, like, I, I kind of live in a household with some people a little bit high risk, like, there are a lot of Tinder dates coming through because that's I'm I can't really come over if that's the case. Like, you know, he said there weren't. He doesn't know anyone up here, but also <laughs> he's on Tinder as well. So there's like what what are the odds he's not finding a different piece of ass or something like that? Well, you know? re- regardless of this guy, I mean, the reality is this guy is not going to be a lasting figure in your life, unless of course he's the person that gives you COVID nineteen and you end up in the <laughs> ICU. You'll you'll always remember him then. But if that's not the case, this guy will come and go, and there'll be probably dozens and dozens more before you find somebody that you're, you know, you want to hang out with and stay with for a long time. The bigger thing is like this to me. What I'm hearing, the bigger yeah. thing is like you, you, the story you're telling yourself about yourself. You know, all of those things that you know, you, he, that some random 24 year old is better than you because he's seven years older than you and went to college. It's just like, what? Why? Like, there's a lot of idiots in college too, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, th- there's nothing better about him or worse about him. He's just another person, and you, uh, you trying to figure out how to be yourself when you're dating and is all con- kind of folded in and connected to this idea that you have. This is just what I'm hearing first blush uh, about yourself. And like, so maybe now it's COVID-19 time. Natasha says this, that booty calls are not COVID approved. Maybe you could take this, t- this time you're 18. Now you're an adult. Maybe take this time to figure out who you are, get to know yourself a little bit. And then when the pandemic ends, you'll walk out of here all fierce and, and, and better like, um, like Ladybird. You'd be like, I'm no, I'm no longer Ladybird. I am Brooke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one problem with that is you can't do a lot of social practice during COVID. That's true. So I think you have to like also kind of follow your passions a little bit. Think about what you're, especially if you're alone and you have time and you have the luxury of not having to work, because right. you know a lot of people still do have to go to work. Um, but if you are kind of sitting around, like try to like become an expert on something or you know watch or read something that interests you like go deeper yeah go deeper into the uh, filmography of b arthur that would be our main (laughs) suggestion figure out who b arthur is and how she can influence you as an artist and fuck that guy or don't fuck that guy or do fuck that guy. no don't fuck that guy actually i do whatever you want if you get horny fuck him but he's not better than you he's just some guy all right. all right i like that i i just need to, i think i'm just gonna tell myself that you know and that's probably what i just need to do is be like they're just a fucking person and that's kind of yeah i just build it up in my mind like they're gonna be some magical thing but it never is and i i just freak out that's uh thank you guys well good luck and good keep, luck, keep smoking cigarettes whatever you do okay <laughs> happy covid bye <laughs> all right bye oh she was sweet
a, re- a real uh, curveball when she said she was 18. She seemed extremely mature. Yeah. But then we talked to her a bit. We realized, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she was sweet. What a good... That was a fun episode, Tosh. Uh, you don't want to know what one of the highlights... Remember, you were talking about your three highlights? Mm-hmm. Well, my highlight every time we do this is doing this podcast with you. You know why? Why? It keeps me, uh, it keeps my comedy brain going. It keeps me busy. (laughs) It keeps me focused. And I get to do it with somebody that I think is pretty cool. Like a good, a good pal that I love. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) 